Hi, Brunch Babes, and thank you so much for joining me for this edition of Business Over Brunch. My name is Kima. I am your host and creator. I'm also the senior publicist of Maddie Clay Branding and Public Relations and agency director for Redhead Creative Media Group. So for the month of March, we're highlighting innovators in the beauty industry. And I was introduced to this particular brand a few months ago um, through another publicist as this um, person was looking for a publicist for their school. And so this month, when we said highlight people, the innovators in the beauty industry, I thought she would be perfect. And I'm going to tell you why. It is a beauty school that is recognized as an actual university. And not only that, it's an HBCU. And not only that, of course, it's female-led. So what a wonderful way to recognize Women History Month coming off of Black History Month. So I'm going to bring up Tiffany Nicole, creator of Style Mob University. Hi, Tiffany. Hi. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm super excited about talking to you today. You know, looking over your bio, I'm like, she is super dope. She has so many firsts. So I'm going to let you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. But before we get into that, of course, it's brunch time. So I'm sipping on a little bit of cranberry refresher. What are you having for brunch today? For brunch today, I am actually having some water and lemon because I am detoxing and getting ready for all this warm weather. Yes. So <laughs> on today. Summer body loading. So I need to be drinking some water and lemon. I've been coming off of water only for the last three weeks. So I'm super excited to um, sip my juice today. <laughs> so enjoy your juice. <laughs> thank you. Give us the tea on Miss Tiffany Nicole. Yes. So, okay. It's always so hard talking about yourself. Of course. But, um, okay. So I have been in the industry all of my life. Um, I was raised in the dressing room of drag shows. And so naturally I fell in love with um, the beauty industry. So with that being said, I was makeup artist first for a long time. And I had the pleasure of working with a lot of A-list celebrity um, um slew of different type of celebrities. But in that, I found that um, my favorite type of celebrity was my everyday women. And so working in a salon and owning a salon uh, for the last 15 years, naturally, it was just time for me to grow into um, the next level and to inspire and lead the next generation of beauty bosses. So that's um, why now I'm the founder and director of a HBCU Cosmetology School, Style Mob University, because I'm here at work today. Um, and that's it. I'm a mother. I uh, I do. I love to lead and be hands on. But for the most part of it, I just consider myself as a beauty boss. Um, I love the beauty industry and I love being a mom. Awesome. I'm super excited. I'm a mom as well. Um, and when I started off in PR, um, beauty is and will always be one of my first loves. So um, I actually started with a client who had a salon who also built a school um, here. So I kind of know what that process is like. But before we get into that, I was looking over your bio and you have quite a few firsts. Not just the first beauty school or first beauty school HBCU, mm -hmm. but you had the first beauty and barber show, the first 24 hour salon in Atlanta. So what keeps your wheels mm -hmm. going? Like, how do you know what's next and how do you incorporate that? Well, I think it's just more so of a thing where um, I'm a person who um, I feel like the biggest, your greatest niche in being an entrepreneur is knowing what the customer wants. Mm -hmm. And um, being having a salon for so long, I realized like, hey, my customers really wish that they can come at 
11 o'clock at night or one o'clock in, in the morning. And so I was just like, you know what? Let's do a 24 hour hair salon. Or the idea of me doing a beauty and barber bosses award that came from me working with celebrities and seeing my hard work die into a celebrity and then they go out and be great and then they get the award for being great and i'm like wait i did that you know <laughs> it's so like wait they keep forgetting about the glam team so mm -hmm. i think a lot of my ideas come from experience and wanting to um just have compassion and the, the passion of the industry so it kind of keep my wheels just constantly going um it's funny because i don't even realize like oh i had so many firsts but mm -hmm. Uh, literally, I think it's just I see something I don't see it being oh, that I can't do it. Right. Yeah. If what's what do they say? Created and they will come. So if that was a person, it would of course would be you. So <laughs> the school, of course, we you know there's usually a natural progression when you get into um, cosmetology instruction. You know, you start the school. What gave you the idea to make it or? the university process. So I, like I said, I worked with the school before and I was there from the beginning. So I know what that process is like, you know, build outs, paperwork. So I'm pretty sure your process was like, Ooh, I can only imagine. So <laughs> what gave you that idea to take it in that direction? So initially I started off, I always taught advanced classes because um, my specialty, my specialty as a hairstylist was hair extensions, micro links like all forms of healthy looking extensions so i always taught classes on hair extensions so i was like you know what i want to open up a school so at first i only wanted an advanced academy mm -hmm. i was like advanced academy would just take advanced services and so we got students the students was like miss tiffany i really want to get like my cosmetology license here so when i went to the drawing board i was like okay it was a right when the pandemic I had laid out like, okay, so this is what the school is going to look like. We're going to have a grad school. And then when I got to looking up what was post-grad and grad school, I was like, wait, this is a university. Yes. Like, this is a and that wasn't easy. That was a lot of pushback I got from mm -hmm. the state, from the Board of Education. And I had to really fight for my students and for the cosmetology industry. And I said, that's the issue that the cosmetology is just looked at mm -hmm. as just always oh, just a trade but i'm like we have to get continuing education hours mm -hmm. i was like and now it has advanced to just a core curriculum and then a grad curriculum where you have to know things for how to actually be a professional in the industry so girl it took me a whole year to keep pushing and pushing for them to see it to believe in it and they was like okay we give you the authority to be a university um so the idea just really just came from wanting to give the beauty industry the options to have a college experience while getting your cosmetology license. Awesome. I can only imagine what that fight was like, you know, going through. Because I'm just thinking back to, you know, being a part of inspections and, you know, all kind of different things. So you talk about like the core curriculum and the grad curriculum. So what type of experience do your students look forward to when they come to enroll in Style Mob? So when my students come in, they know, first off, they see the promotions online. So they come in with the excitement that the promotions give off because the energy is literally that high all the time. Our culture here is good vibes only. So we start our day with morning inspiration, yoga, meditation. Wow. And then from there, we move into our curriculum. So when our students come in, they, they see literally when you come into the door, our sorority letters are in the door. 
So they walk in expecting a real college experience, and that's what they get. We have student housing. Like I said, we have the sorority. Uh, we do college events. Since we has adopted the culture of HBCU, when they have HBCU tours and everything, we are part of all the tours. Awesome. We literally give our students a real college experience. That is completely amazing like i'm awestruck so we talk about college experience so i'm gonna skip ahead to something that you already told me about so homecoming coming up in july you know typically for hbcus that's like september october time frame you're in the summertime so what can they look forward to with that <laughs> homecoming is amazing so <laughs> last year was our first time doing homecoming we didn't know what to expect we was like okay we're doing a homecoming in the middle of the summer it was like homecoming seasons typically not into fall and so i was like but because we are different we could set our stamp however we like and we figure like hairstyle is lowest season or um less busy season it's the right. summertime so we was like it's perfect to do homecoming in the summertime so our homecoming literally is, since we don't have a, a band, I mean, I'm sorry, since we don't have a team that we play mm -hmm. against, we typically homecoming leads up to a big game. Right. Our homecoming leads up to our big graduation. We do one big graduation all year. Um, and when the graduation comes, all the classes that graduated that year come and celebrate them. So that's what the homecoming lead up to. But during the week of homecoming, we do a job fair. So we have different salons and beauty industry. Um, professionals come in and to seek um, employees through our students um, and we do a huge hair battle we do a huge hair battle we build a stage out we have vendors it's literally a huge block party like it's a huge it's a huge block party and then we do this big hair battle on the stage and so our students are competing against each other but this year we want to make it extra juicy and compete against another school because we're like this is the, the big game so we want right. to compete against another school in the hair battle we've already put our offer of like hey we want to battle you meet us on the stage july 9th it's a battle um, and we open it up to the professionals to battle as well. We don't have a lot of hair shows here in Atlanta. We have one really right. well-known hair show, but we wanted to create opportunity where our students can get inspired by other professionals. So we was like, well, let's just do it. Let's open up homecoming to everyone, to all professionals and the students. Um, okay, so make sure you keep me posted so I can do the save the date because I definitely want to come and check it out. I'm super excited. Like this is like dopeness on a whole nother level. So you kind of talked about, you know, some of the challenges with, you know, going up against the state of Georgia, the um, cosmetology board, like when you were introducing this as a rollout to, you know, the students, potential students, like what are some challenges that your students may face coming in for like enrollment? or, you know, cost or different things like that? So our, I would say, so our top challenges were, which we've now fixed one of them. The first one was we attract students from all over the world. I can um, imagine. We are here in Atlanta, but literally like 70% of our students come from other states and other countries. Wow. So the challenge with that was we didn't have student housing. So that's what made us do student housing. Cause we're like, now if you come in, we have somewhere to house you. Um, that was one big thing. The second thing is that we don't offer financial aid right now. Right. Now we have financial assistance where you mm -hmm. can pay your tuition off weekly or monthly. Um, however, we decide to design your payment plan, but 
the because we are still in our first two years mm -hmm. and we're just getting accredited, it, that takes time yes. to get financial assistance, get a federal financial assistance. Right. So that is one thing that we are definitely looking forward to helping our students out with because we don't want no one to miss an opportunity mm -hmm. because they can't afford the tuition. Right. And I definitely understand that. I remember that process as well. So it does take some time. And that's something that, you know, people definitely do need to understand that just because you offer our title as a university doesn't mean that the federal um, financial aid comes along with it. Mm -hmm. So on that note, like what are some things that you do to um, help raise money for your students? I saw you had like a scholarship program. What are some other programs that, you know, people can participate in or potential work study to offset some of those costs? So we are actually currently in a process now with the state of Georgia trying to get some type of work study because every state offers a work study. And so we had to put in our time of two years first. And now a lot of opportunities are starting to open up for us. The second thing would be where people could just kind of donate to the school. Now, we do have events like when we do our Beauty and Barber Awards. That was a huge opportunity for people to donate for scholarships. Um, so the, the, that, the second thing would be where people could just kind of donate to the school. Now, we do have events like when we do our Beauty and Barber Awards. That was a huge opportunity for people to donate for scholarships. Um, and that's pretty much it. We don't do anything special to get donations mm -hmm. for because I'm just kind of not like that person that constantly asks. You know, that that's a whole nother job asking right. donations and scholarships. You know, maybe one day I get a great publicist that can help in that department. But um, I just just stay hopeful that, you know, when our students need it, we have a student right now. She comes, she lives an hour away and mm -hmm. she catches an Uber to school every day. We gave her a $2,500 scholarship, but she was like, can you just put it towards an Uber car? And so we just bought her an Uber car so she can get oh back. Oh, my gosh. An hour yeah, Uber. Yeah. Lord have mercy. Okay. Yes. That's unbelievable. So if someone wants to donate, they can also do that on your website or they just you reach out directly to, to the website. Um, you go to the website. It will. As soon as you get to the front, it'll say donate. Um, you'll click on a donate and it's welcome to donate whatever you like. Um, most people, um, they'll just donate and we'll get the notification and then we do this huge big shout out to them. Mm -hmm. Like, thank you so much for donating to our scholarship funds. Um, the students will reach out. The students, like we've had businesses to done. The students have gone to the businesses and thanked them personally. So we um, definitely try to show our gratitude once those funds are donated. Awesome. So you mentioned that this kind of came about or started like at the top of the pandemic. So, you know, we're still kind of navigating these waters. We don't know which way to go. Mm -hmm. So um, are there any virtual classes for people who can't get to Atlanta? And how does that work if you have it? Yes. So we do offer virtual classes. Our virtual classes is up to eight weeks. Um, that is when your freshmen uh, classification we like to call consists with university we have classification class right. classification so on our freshman portal that is eight weeks after the eight weeks per law we cannot allow for the student to stay online they have to come in-house so um but that works for so many people because especially when we was in the middle of the pandemic it gave people time to adjust and to get mm -hmm. ready like okay i got seven weeks to do this and then i had to go in and it worked. We had students from Delaware, New York, L.A., Texas, all over. We would have a stream mm -hmm. full of online students and a house full of 
students. And then at their eight weeks, it's like they all come together. At the same time. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Because they, after that eight weeks, they have to be on the floor. Yes. getting experience Correct. so how does that work if someone comes from like texas or california where is their license held is it in georgia or is yes. it okay so their license are here in georgia this the great thing is about cosmetology borders once you have a license you just transfer the license out the greatest thing about atlanta we have the highest uh, well actually la has the highest we're the second to the highest the highest number of hours that you need to become licensed so once mm -hmm. you're licensed in georgia you can pretty much transfer them anywhere okay except for i think north carolina which is where i'm located i've heard so many people say it's hard getting their license to transfer i don't know if anything has changed because they've made some changes over the years so hopefully if someone you know enrolls in style mob as north carolina based they won't have any issues i would hate for someone to go through all that and then have to like battle the board yeah, yeah. it is the board and the school and once we transfer because the board is pretty much the same just about everywhere um once you transfer the hours, they have to be accepted. You know, mm -hmm. only thing can say if you need more hours. Right. Um, and if you need more hours, that's typically just kind of drop, dropping into a class. Um, the highest amount of hours is LA. That's the, the where I've seen most people have the most challenge because mm -hmm. LA requires so many hours for their cosmetology license. But it, it's typically is an easy thing. It's just getting the board on the phone right. and they do it. <laughs> right absolutely so i'm like this is so amazing i'm excited that you've opened up this opportunity for so many different people to mm -hmm. get their cosmetology license so when they graduate they have a cosmetology license and they also have an actual degree yes. um okay and is that applied applied sciences how what is their degree no so actually this is considered a diploma or a trade okay, okay. Yes. we give them a diploma of uh cosmetologist and it's Cosmetology would follow up on a chemist almost, okay. but of course, without all the school, right? That's what cosmetology do it gives you the authority to use chemicals on right. a body, right? So, we always like to say we're chemists, you know. Uh, but technically, the diploma just kind of gives you the um, the right to pretty much use chemicals, right? Once upon a time, I held a license in natural hair, um, because I wanted to be a cosmetologist. Life didn't work out that way. And when I was working with my client with the school, I was able to go um, to school. So, yes, I definitely understand. So I want to talk about another program that you have that I was like, OK, like they do everything. Okay. You have a teen weave workshop. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. So the teen weave workshop was actually my baby to even start classes. Um, I always have had a calling like on my life for my ministry of teens. Um, and young people mm -hmm. and so and I knew it was like a pool and I'm just like God what is it you want me to do with these teenagers why are they always coming to me why what is it you want me to do and so one day I literally was asleep and woke up in the middle of the night and it was like teen weave workshop and I just wrote it down I'm like what is the world teen weave workshop and um, I don't know if I should have decoded and it came up with another name, but I just ran with it. Like, okay, we're going to just use this. And my co, um, my partner, who is with my partner here at the school, I called her and was like, hey, Miss Kay, I want to do this teen weave workshop class. And she like, oh, my God, I'm writing out a curriculum for a teen class right now. And we literally took both of our notes, got together and just put them together and went from there. And so we used the sewing as the teaching to get the mm -hmm. student. It was kind of like the, the, the catching a fish. Right. 
that we use the sewing curriculum to teach life skills. So we like the foundation, the breakdown, and we reply the foundation back to what you're doing currently right now is going to pay off into your career at the end. And that's going to school, respecting your parents, like, you know, having healthy conversations, taking care of yourself, self-love. And then we do the process. The process is you have to do this every day. It's not a one-time thing. You got to go to school from elementary to high school and or whatever, what that process may look like. And then the success is what your ultimate goals are. And so, and then the success of the finisher and the sewing is after we sew the hair in, and then you got your curl and your style. So we literally walk through the curriculum and then we just refer it back to lifestyle skills. Awesome. I love it. So now that you have the school, of course, if any of the young ladies decide to come to Style Mob, do they get any type of scholarship or is so, that in the works? So actually we have had, because doing homecoming, we do uh, a junior uh, of homecoming queen and then the homecoming princess. If you win a homecoming princess um, thing doing homecoming, then you get a scholarship to come to Style Mob University, the okay. actual cosmetology school. Um, actually, we have had in our first, we did maybe about 10 classes before we went into a university. And we have had two students that actually came as a team that is now enrolled as a student here. Awesome. Congratulations. Like, it's just so many different things. So I know that, of course, it's a new school. The curriculum mm -hmm. is developing. You have some things you're probably working on. Is there anything that you want to share with us that, you know, some changes that you that you and your students can look forward to in the upcoming year or so? Yes, we are moving to a bigger location this year. Uh, with the bigger location, because right now we have like a boutique size school. So with the bigger location, it's going to come more programs. We'll be adding an aesthetic program. We're still going back and forth that we want to add barber. But for now, we know for sure it's going to be an aesthetic program. And it's going to go into nails and a full co a master cosmetology program. Mm -hmm. um, one of the other things that we'll be adding this year is our makeup and film academy. Um, oh. One, I come from a world of makeup and movies and um, and theater. And so um, that's a whole nother set of skills that that's not something you learn in a cosmetology school. Right. A whole nother set of skills. Yes. And so we're adding a film and theater department. So you so people can learn professional set skills. And um, yeah, that's it. And then we're getting ready for the next Beauty and Barber Award. Awesome. Like so many things that are going on. I'm super excited. We've never met until today, but I'm proud of you. Like this is Black Girl Magic personified. I'm so excited for everything that you have um, going on. So how can, um, so we already talked about the website. Is there any um, other platform or social media that people can go to if they want to learn more about Style Mob University? Yes, we are. If you type in SMU, as you see right here, you type in SMU or Style Mob University on any of our social media platforms, Instagram, um, Facebook, those are the two that we're mostly on Facebook and Instagram. It'll take you directly to the Style Mop University um, information. You can see everything about our school. We try to post a lot, but honestly, we be so like we be so involved with our students. <laughs> like, oh, we forget to post. Um, but we do try to post as much as we can. Um, any information about the Beauty and Barber Awards, if you're interested in the Beauty and Barber's Awards, know someone that should be a nominated for a category within the Beauty and Barber Awards. That page, you can you can find us through SMU or Style Mob University, or you can go directly to the beautyandbarberawards.com. Awesome. Like, this has been a great conversation, and I feel like there's something else that you've done, another first that we haven't touched on. But 
I'm just super excited for everything that you have going on and everything that is to come. And I just couldn't imagine this month without including you as one of our innovators in beauty. So congratulations on everything. I can't I, wait to stay connected with you. Yeah, I really, really appreciate that. Um, it feels good to be acknowledged for people to see what's going on. Um, because ultimately it goes back and pour into our students. It pushes us to go harder. It pushes us to co continue to be innovators and come up with things. Uh, so I really appreciate that. I You're really welcome. do. You're welcome. Thank you for giving us some of your time today. I know you are super busy. So we are going to go ahead and bring this out to a close. Guys, if you are listening, if you are in Atlanta, not in Atlanta, if you are not in the United States, you can enroll at Style Mob University and be a cosmetologist at a accredited university and HBCU. How awesome is that? Have you ever heard of that before? I know you haven't. Don't lie and say you did because I didn't hear about this until we thought about Miss Tiffany Nicole. So congratulations, Tiffany. Thank you again for joining us today. It's Thank super you. excited to have you. Um, again, you can join us for brunch every first and third Saturday right here at 11 o'clock. Again, I am your host, Shakima Boyer with Maddie Clay Branding and Public Relations and Redhead Creative Media Group and this wonderful Tiffany Nicole of Style Mob University. Until the next time, be blessed and enjoy whatever is on your brunch menu.